Last Thursday, Boise resident Lita Harris Newstetter got in her car. Okay. To do something lots of Americans are doing these days. Here we go. She was going to look at a house. So I'm driving out to see a potential house. I'm really excited about this one. It's very, very small. The house was 22 miles from Lita's current rental in Boise, Idaho. Lita knows she can't afford a place in the city. But even going this far outside of the city to view a home half the size of her current place, Lita knew she'd be facing fierce competition. Um, it already has five offers on it, and the offers already go at least 15000 above the asking price. Lita had already been outbid on two other homes, but she was going ahead and checking out this one. Back bedroom here. And around the country, home buyers are facing the same rising prices as Lita. Our colleague Nicole Friedman covers housing and has been following the boom in home prices. It's really, really been just a wild ride in the market. And demand is super hot and supply is super low, and that is pushing prices high. The most interesting question is how long this can last. And what does that mean for people who are trying to buy houses right now? Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, May 5th. Coming up on the show, why the U.S. housing market is exploding and how it's playing out in one community. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Housing prices nationwide have been rising for years. But the pandemic accelerated that trend as more people moved out of high-cost big cities to smaller ones, like Nashville, Tennessee, and Austin, Texas, and Boise. Real estate agent Andrea Pettit has had a front-row seat to the changes in Boise's housing market. I'm a fourth-generation Idahoan. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Super fancy. Andrea's worked in Boise for the past 18 years. She works on the listing side, helping people sell their homes. The housing market in Boise right now is hot. <laughs> it's on fire. <laughs> Everything I've listed this year has had multiple offers and has been pending within a week. We have a shortage of inventory. And so we see when a property comes on the market, we see just a huge response and a very fast response. So our median days on market this year has been about four. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a great time to be a seller in our marketplace. Um, my sellers are overall very happy right now and a little, just a little bewildered almost at the pricing. One example is I met with a retiring couple last October, and we were looking at pricing in the $340,000, $350,000 range. 
We came on the market in March at $420,000. We had five offers. We sold cash at $475,000. So over $100,000 difference from October to the end of March. So what's going on in Boise's housing market? Here's our colleague, Nicole, again. Boise's been a very hot market for several years now. It has definitely been a magnet for people from more Western, coastal, expensive cities who don't want to go too far. They love the Western part of the U.S., but they want a lower cost of living and a different quality of life. Nicole's been watching a similar trend happen across the country as people head to smaller cities and leave places like the San Francisco Bay Area and New York, where housing costs have exploded. And one key reason for skyrocketing home prices is the dearth of homes for sale. This market is unusual as to how low supply is. And so normally, booms in the housing market are driven more by massive increases in demand. And we have seen that, but what we haven't seen as much is this extreme shortage of supply and just the fact that the number of homes for sale is so, so low, and so there just isn't a lot out there to buy. Why did that happen? Why did home builders not keep up with demand? So home builders built a lot in the early and mid-2000s, and then when the housing market crashed, a lot of home builders went out of business. And so economists really say the builders have just been underbuilding for 10 years. And now they're trying really quickly to catch up. They're seeing this demand. There's huge demand to buy houses and the builders want to take advantage of that and they are increasing activity, but they can only build houses so fast. So that is making the competition for the houses that are on the market so fierce and leaving a lot of people just out in the cold. And there's a ripple effect. If people can't afford a home or a big enough home in San Francisco, maybe they move to somewhere like Boise, driving up prices there too. So the people who can afford houses in markets like Boise now are often from out of state. A lot of the movement that we've seen out of high-cost cities is high-paid workers. It tends to be high-paid tech workers who work at companies where they've already been able to work remotely or in the past year they've gotten permission that going forward they can work remotely indefinitely. And so they're excited to go to a place like Boise where they can afford to buy a house, but still the budget that they have coming from San Francisco is really different than the budget of somebody who lives in Boise and is making Boise wages. Andrea, the real estate agent in Boise, has been paying attention to this new influx of residents and how it's affecting the city where she grew up. If we were boiling down what Boise was about, you know, Portland wants to stay weird. Boise's kind, sort of like there's this fundamental kindness to our city. And so far, when I see new people kind of coming in and becoming a part of our community, so far that's been pretty stable. People want to reciprocate that. But also we see, I see more honking in traffic now. And, you know, I see people stealing other people's parking places where, you know, it'd be, you know, I pulled into TJ Maxx and, and I'm waiting to park. And this woman was going to pull into the spot in front of me. And this other woman came from the other side and just took the spot, you know, and just like, and the lady's like, go back to California. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people, come on. (laughs) And even though home prices in Boise have been on the rise for years, Andrea doesn't expect that to change anytime soon. 
the escalation that we're seeing is a little startling. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have thought that would go for that price. But on the other hand, I'm seeing such solid foundations in the borrowers and the buyers in the marketplace. I wonder what it will take for anything to correct. It's almost like we're a city that's going through a transition from a little city to a big city. And this is maybe part of what happens is housing close in, in the most in-demand areas, just changes. What does that do to locals? Locals are feeling priced out of our market right now. They're also feeling like it's a little ridiculous. You hear words like obscene or not sustainable. They're having to move further out from the city to find housing. And even then, there's a short supply of options, even if you are moving a little bit further out right now. Getting ready to go on the freeway right now. Remember Lita, the Boise resident looking for a house 22 miles out of town? We'll find out what happened in her quest to buy a home. After the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Canva. It's time to ditch your old presentation programs at work and try Canva presentations instead. It'll help you create stunning slides in no time. No design experience needed. Just start with one of the designer-made templates or generate something in seconds with AI. Then polish it up and get ready to wow your audience. It's that easy. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Tap the banner to learn more. So could you please introduce yourself and tell me who you are and what you do? My name is Lita Harris Newstetter, and I do a lot of things. I'm an arts educator. I'm a clinical social worker. I'm a musician. I'm a community organizer. I do public speaking. That is a kind of nutshell. Lita lives in Boise's North End. It's the same neighborhood where she grew up. My elementary school is about two streets over from where I live now. It is the area of town that has huge trees. It's kind of older, so a lot of the places, streets don't have sidewalks. Boise has grown around this neighborhood, so there used to be a lot of fields. Like, you could drive through these north end streets, and you'd have these old houses and stuff, but you would also have fields. And that has just been developed and developed and developed. It's kind of interesting because what we've come to talk to you about is the housing situation in Boise, and you're describing something where there, there is a lot of new housing being built. Well, the houses that are being built are pricing people like me out of the community. There's a shortage of affordable housing. That shortage has been on Lita's mind because she knows the place she's rented for six years is temporary. Her landlords have told her they'd eventually retire there and she'd have to move out. So Lita's kept her eye on Boise's housing market. And walking her dog around the North End, Lita noticed one house that really jumped out at her her dream house. 
Yeah, there's this oh man, this cutest house, this little pink house, and it doesn't hurt that I love John Cougar Mellencamp's Pink Houses song, you know, so that was always in my head. Sure. Yeah, it's about two blocks down the street from where I am, and a little pink house with white trim, a tree in the front, and a little fenced backyard, perfect size for a dog. You know, it was like a kind of rundown, you know, the interior looked pretty 70s-ish, you know, I think there was some shag carpet, you know. You're like, this speaks to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. I am 100% down with that. But then a year ago, Lita saw that pink house was for sale. And I was like, oh no, it's for sale and I'm not ready. Like, I need another year, I need another year, I need another year. And then it went up for sale and immediately got sold. And yeah, so it's just kind of crushing. It was like, ah. And so, I mean, it was just becoming clear to me that it was like the minute these little houses go on the market, they're just getting snatched up. Lita's dream of buying a home in her own neighborhood faded. And with rental prices also rising in Boise, Lita decided her best option would be to buy a place outside the city. But she knew even that would be a challenge. So she worked a lot and focused on organizing her financials to boost her chances at a bigger loan. The one thing that I knew is that I needed to show on paper that I made more money. You know, I don't have pay stubs. I don't get a paycheck. I just get paid for gigs and sometimes with cash. And, you know, and so I've saved, 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 saved. I mean, I've just been a saving machine for a year so that when I finally did my taxes, I could have a higher income that I was claiming so that I would look more impressive on paper. And then a few months ago, Lita's landlords told her she'd have to be out by August 1st. So Lita entered the housing market. So I got a great lender who managed to focus on the fact that I have great credit and this last year of income where I'd really busted my butt and based on those numbers was able to get me a loan, which still, I can't afford anything in my city where I live. Like, there's no circumstances under which I'd be able to afford a home in Boise. Lita's been focusing her search in Canyon County, about 25 minutes west of Boise, and she's found some small homes that she likes. I had one offer that I fully submitted and, you know, holding breath, holding breath, holding breath, and that one I ended up getting outbid. It was originally asking 278000 and I know that it ended up selling for well over 300000 so I got definitely outbid. There was another house that Lita was ready to bid on until she learned there were other offers beyond her price range. And then there was the third house, the one Lita drove to just before talking to us. So what about, I don't know, so now I'm thinking like 240. Lita liked it enough to make an offer. And then I just made a third offer today. Congratulations. Yeah, about two hours ago, I submitted an offer, and this one is for a small, small house literally half the square footage of the house I'm living in now. But I'm embracing that. Are these changes that are happening to Boise, is it changing how you view your town? Oh, yeah. And not just me. Like, I had a conversation with a a friend of mine who's a musician, and he was telling me he is really afraid of what the community is going to look like after this bubble bursts or whatever it is that happens. He's like, because the number, like the diversity, socioeconomic diversity, cultural diversity, like the diversity is getting lost. 
because everybody's getting pushed out. And so we're going to end up having, you know, kind of these homogenous communities. So it's kind of like, you know, this is not a new feeling for me. And the feeling of having it kind of feeling betrayed by my own community, feeling like all of that is none of that is new because as a black person, I live in that world. And especially as somebody who's involved with social justice and trying to change those systems. And what is this community going to look like when all of this is done? You know, because all of the people like me aren't going to live here anymore. A few hours after we hung up with Lita, she sent us an update. She'd heard back about that place she'd just made an offer on. Hey there. Well, I just got a text from my realtor saying that even though I came in with $40,000 over asking price, apparently somebody else came in with cash and outbid all of us. So I lost another house to somebody with cash. Just totally discouraged, and I have two and a half hour rehearsal now that I have to somehow focus on. This just sucks. Andrea, the Boise real estate agent, says seeing longtime residents like Lita getting pushed out is tough. It is hard. It's hard to watch people who have, you know, particularly somebody like Lita, you know, you have people who've invested in our community, who are great citizens and contributors to our community. And to see them priced out of the market is a very sad reality right now. It is frustrating. How do sellers feel about kind of contributing to the heat of the market and pushing locals out? There is heartburn around pushing locals out of our market for sellers, for sure, especially sellers who are from here or have lived here for a while. And I sat down with someone recently who said that very thing. She said, I feel really guilty that on one hand, I, I need this money from my home to put into my next home, but also I recognize that I may be somebody who's pricing out a local buyer, and I feel really bad about that. I've had those conversations with people, and ultimately, you know, this is a marketplace, and this is an investment. People's homes are their investments, and they are ultimately maximizing that investment. Lita is still on the hunt for a house. She's viewing another one today. She says the search continues. That's all for today, Wednesday, May 5th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.